1: Hello, Internet. This is Chase Redshirt-King-Wassonar. I am a free agent, head coach, and analyst, as well as a contributor at Slingshot Esports. And welcome to the Rough Drafts Guess the Lines podcast. We have just wrapped up the first day of world's action at the League of Legends World Championship in San Francisco. It was an exciting day. It was a surprising day. It was a lot of different things for a lot of different people. I personally had a wonderful time because I got to have my little bragging rights about Taiwan and watching Brazil upset the world is something that I get personal enjoyment out of. I think my co-host and and, and fellow contributor, Walter ciedis Fedchuk probably had a different take on things. Walter, what were your thoughts on day one's action?
0: Oh, man. There was was definitely some excitement when you look at the... um, when you look at like the the wildcard teams, Elvis Knox Luna got out to a lead, got really on top of rocks. Um, the only problem was they were just getting kills for the sake of kills, and they weren't capitalizing on anything, so they weren't getting any objectives. And that's where INTZ really excelled with Revolta and Yang was mm-hmm. anytime they killed Mouse, they got an objective. They got a tower, they rotated and got another kill, they got pressure elsewhere, they got a bunch of wards, like they were accomplishing something every time they got a kill. Uh, and and INTZ for a team that looked like not as good as Pain, but better than Kaboom. It was really nice that they were able to come out and and beat up on the number one seeded, perfect season bearing Edward Gaming. Yeah, and they just looked awful. We're, they look outside a pawn. They look absolutely horrendous.
1: We're gonna get to that, and you know we're the. Basically, for those of you who have listened to our podcast long enough, you know that these Guess the Lines episodes, we are purely focusing on the lines for tomorrow's action. This is previewing what we think tomorrow is going to be and more specifically where we think the casinos think tomorrow is going to be to a certain extent. (laughs) We are not going to be doing a full recap of today's action, A, because it's three (laughs) o'clock in the morning. And as much as we love giving the people what they want, we also love sleep and uh, making sure that we have quality content moving forward. Uh, And the second thing, you know, is just a matter of. We don't want you guys to be inundated with hour-long podcasts day after day after day, because then it'll be very hard to listen to. So we have our recap podcast that'll be coming out next week at Slingshot Esports. We'll recap everything that happened over the course of the first week of action. That'll be where we give some more in-depth analysis. We'll have a much bigger sample size at this point. Uh, this is going to be much more overreacting to a single day's worth of games in a best-of-one format that we know we should not be reading too much into, but are going to anyway, because life is more fun that way.
0: So so the the title of this podcast is Walter Hangs Himself Live on the air, <laughs> because I literally guessed two games right out yeah. the entire day.
1: I uh, so, I get to claim yeah. a... Fifty percent success rate because I had faith in Taiwan because we go through the cycle every year. Whatever Walter makes jokes yeah. about Taiwan being a wild yeah. card region, and it turns out this year that's a compliment. So I was, it was I actually
0: in—I was in a Discord call with Obscurica, James Chan, the the writer for uh, PvP Live, who mm-hmm. has been breaking a bunch of different stories and literally cackling during AhQ's victory. Over H2K, as he should, as as as, as, as we them. all should, as all
1: that do not worship at the altar of forgiven the fail <sighs> net flash, the terrible play that cost for, uh, H2K the game. At the oh, end that end the didn't day.
0: that didn't cost them the that, game. That that
1: was the game was, was
0: lost by then already.
1: If that if that was a closer game than I think you remember being when that play it was
0: happened. A cl- was the, that was the one in the Baron pit, correct?
1: Yeah, they got the Baron, but Forgiven could have helped clean up that fight, and he fails Flash, and On destroys him, and then On has the perfect Flash out of the Baron pit, so no one from
0: AHQ dies, and it ends up being flashed. a clean ace. So, so, so I watched the replay a couple times because it got uploaded to Reddit. Oh, yeah. Forgiven flashes in to kill him, and... Whether he didn't attack move, whether it's just a perfect millisecond flash from on... It was a failed it's... net.
1: Monty broke this down. It was a failed Okay, so he e. failed to
0: net in, yeah. and then flashed, and then the <laughs> second Forgiven's, like, particle f- of flash went off, on flashed over the wall, and Forgiven couldn't get the kill. Um, I don't think that was egregious, because it would have just been trading Forgiven for on, and I think that AHQ still could have just propelled for a victory from there. Um, but yeah h2k doesn't A- h2k and AHQ don't know how to close games that's what it's, I would today
1: yeah no neither one of them looked great um AHQ yeah. looked ah, slightly better bugs. AHQ had the better 80 carry in that game we can say that much on went crazy on that jinx that's something he did last year at worlds he did it again I loved it loved every second of it um TSM things didn't necessarily go according to plan there I'm not talking about it well, this can happen. We have to talk about it later, but we're going to start with some teams that we didn't actually see today. And that is SK Telecom versus Cloud9. That is the first game tomorrow. It is Group B, the one group that did not play today. Walter, was there anything that you saw today that changed your opinion of where this line should be? NAMI
0: is super high priority, and Wolf <laughs> is a very good NAMI player. <laughs> These a are both true. Very, 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 very good Nami player. And when you look at what the majority of Smoothie has been playing, which is mostly tanks, Trundle, Braum, um a little Bard here and there, mm-hmm. Nami styles on those kind of supports. So, unless Smoothie is kind of expanding his champion pool and and can show that he can play some ranged supports, um I think that that SKT definitely has an advantage there. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I mean, we've, we haven't seen anything too crazy. It has been pseudo-confirmed behind the scenes that Bengi is going to be starting.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: which feels a lot safer because we even saw during that TSM game, it's really a lot about the mid lane. It It's about taking your jungler and pairing him with one of your solo laners and what kind of synergy can you have. Right. And Bengi and Faker synergy together is on a whole nother world than anyone has ever experienced in life. Uh, so <laughs> I, think, I think that's a massive, massive boost for SKT. And it's a massive boost to the chances that we potentially see Nunu, which is awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean,
0: anything maybe- is in play. Maybe he'll play TPA Nunu, and we get to keep seeing world champions play with other teams' world championship skins. That's pretty exciting. It, it,
1: it's always uh, it's always a fun possibility. Honestly, I'm with you 100%, mostly because I think we've seen a lot of jungle bans come out. I think that SKT might do what RNG did against TSM, and just ban three junglers and say, Okay, Medios, how deep is your champion pool? Like can we what, convince what, you to play Zack in this?
0: Meta? Yeah, so because so if they do, three, I
1: don't think that ends well for them.
0: What what three champions do you ban? You ban the Rek'Sai. you ban Rexi Rek'Sai, Rek'Sai,
1: Elise, you ban Elise, and you ban Nidalee. He doesn't
0: play Nidalee.
1: I, I don't care. Eos
0: says Nidalee is just garbage.
1: I mean, sure. Then ban Zack and let him play Nidalee if that if you really are that afraid of it. I have a feeling that SKT isn't afraid of his Zack enough. I think they'll just ban the three strongest junglers right now. And those are kind of seen as the three. There's been a lot of Italy bands after day one. We'll see if that continues to be the case. Obviously, one day's yeah. worth of sample size doesn't say a lot. But all of this is to say that I think we both agree that SKT is the favorite. Where did you put the line?
0: I have the line, and as you all can see at our lovely little graphic.
1: Yes, we, we are using it. our space as you guys told us to do on Reddit. We are taking your <laughs> criticism, people.
0: We give you what you want. We swear. I know how to do simple Photoshop, Uh, but I have (laughs) SKT at minus 400.
1: Okay, so I said minus 300, as you guys can also see by that graphic. The actual line, you got it exactly. It is SKT minus 400, which puts Cloud9 at plus 275.
0: I'm very proud of this graphic, by the way, folks, because it took me a while to make because it was tedious, but I'm very (laughs) proud that I did this. So love it. Hate it. I don't care. Look, there,
1: pro- <laughs> some days, Walter, you just have to take the small victories on. And a day like today was for your picks, I feel like every small victory matters. <laughs> I'm going to give you this one. But we're going to move on. Flash Wolves versus May. I feel like you know AHQ obviously put together a winning performance today. Whether it was a, a great win or a conflicted win is uh, in the eye of the beholder. I think there were a lot of yeah, interesting flaws in, in both teams in that particular series. But Flash Wolves, you know, this is a team that took advantage of a lot of AHQ's flaws. They're the team that got to MSI because they won Taiwan in both the spring and summer now. And they made it to the, semi, the quarterfinals, I should say, last year at Worlds. Uh, and the only change they've made to their rosters, they now have MMD, who is a much better top laner than Stake was. So, Walter, do you feel better about Flash Wolves' chances now that we've seen that Taiwanese teams can indeed win games?
0: I've literally... Nothing's changed because I haven't seen Flash Wolves or I May Play. That's what it comes down to. And these are two regions that I didn't spend a whole lot of time preparing for because these were the two regions you had to prepare for yes. for our world's previews. So, And no, I would my... like
1: to think that people who listen to those episodes can now see... That I was 100% right in everything as long as you didn't listen to the EDG podcast. <laughs> if you listen to the other ones <laughs> about China, I called, you know, to be fair, I called Clear Love if you played a passive jungler. I told you guys that was going to be a problem. He played passively, it was a problem. I told you guys at RNG if they ever figured out how to get Mata to play with Uzi, things were going to be terrifying. So I was right in the sense that I was wrong in both of those <laughs> predictions. But other than that, I was totally right. But, I mean, I, I guess it's, it's to that end, Walter, these are two teams that you haven't seen a lot of. So how did you pick your line for this?
0: Um, again, it I kind of revolves around the, the jungle slash solo lane synergy. Carson and Maple, I'm going back from last year, from when I saw it at MSI, from the few VODs that I did watch, there. They're a dynamic duo. They are mm-hmm. Batman and Robin. They're bacon and eggs. They're peanut butter and jelly. They're I don't know where else to go with that metaphor. <laughs> um, and, and that's what's really giving me the edge here. And I know I talked about May a little because I, I like the story, and I thought maybe and maybe young upstarts possibly potentially catch people off guard, a little SKT-esque. Uh, but, you know, I didn't fully drink the Kool-Aid. I'm not on that alien, alien ship headed off into uh, whatever the Scientologists call space. Mm -hmm. So I have a Flash of Wolves at minus 250. See, I
1: think that's where the line should be. However, I am aware that there is always a bias against Taiwan because more people who are gambling on a site like Unicorn are going to be like you and forget that Taiwan is a power region until it's too late. So I had the line at Flash Wolves minus 180. It is Flash Wolves minus 185. So I get the point on that one. And I think that there's value there for people who are not as obsessive as we are about betting underdogs, which, for the record, worked out well for you if you did it yesterday. Four of the six underdogs ended up winning, if you look at day one's line. So certainly there's something to be said about taking the underdogs. IMA is at plus 140, I don't think that's quite high enough to take a risk on a Chinese team when we saw that EDG, the sister team that they were more than likely scrimming with, looked as weak as they did. This is a concern to me. Yeah. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I I think the one thing to me that really makes Flash Wolves a team that I would consider betting on, even at that line, Uh is the fact that their weakness... Is something that I don't see I may be able to exploit. Uh, Xin Zhao and Road are not a particularly strong bot lane. I don't think Road is mm-hmm. particularly good. I think that Jinjao has moments, but I think that it's very hard to be a strong AD carry when you have a roaming support that isn't particularly oh. talented, right? So, if you can't pick on NL and Sword Art, if that's not how your team is built, then Karza and Maple, as you said, that synergy is just very strong so yeah i think that that's where that's going to be so minus 185 i actually think you're getting value on that but again it matters on whether or not you think that you know betting the underdogs are the way to go because there have already been a lot of upsets so you know who knows right now so many things the worlds are up in the air we're gonna move on to a group that we did see today tsm versus samsung galaxy I'm going to make you talk about it, Walter. You know you have I'm to. I'm not going to talk about it. You give me 30 no. seconds.
0: I'm not talking about TSM. You can't, I'm not look, talking about TSM. The people want to hear your immediate thoughts to that game. My immediate thoughts are no comment. <laughs> and that should tell you way more than anything else I could say in 30 seconds. That, you know what? It was, it was incredibly disappointing it goes back to one of the things that I always bring up anytime SKT TSM. <laughs> it's it's three thirty. It's three thirty in the morning. SKTSM. The
1: time. I like that. that SKTSM. Would be a, that'd be a Any fun anytime
0: the TSM is is playing poorly. Why? Why put Burak on utility stuff? Yeah. Why? Why? I get a long time ago that he was actually really good at Lulu, and I get that Faker was really good at Lulu, and things worked out. But that Oriana, while it was great early on with Lee Sin, was just not impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, and Biofrost and Double If got just owned. Just completely owned. Yeah. Mata, Mata is like, call me Daddy Double If because holy crap, the butt whooping that he placed on him is just not fair. Yeah. And I know I know Monty tweeted out something like Mata's not getting Alistar again. I don't know if you necessarily can sacrifice a ban on red on like red side. Like the next time they play, it's going to be red side. I don't think you can sacrifice an Alistar ban on red side. So I thought Spence was great. I didn't think the jungle, the three jungle bans, really harmed him in any way, shape, or form. Um, I think it was just really the bot lane and, and Biofrost really looked lost, and therefore Doublelift looked lost.
1: I mean, I'll put it this way. Uh, I, I understand you don't want to spend a ban on red Side on it, but I don't think you want to play it again either. So I don't think you have much of a choice. I mean, oh, the, oh yeah, this is one of those things, and, and we'll talk about RNG a little bit more later. But you, you know, to me with TSM, I, I think the biggest concern to me is that you know you have the situation where Svenskaren does very well early, uh-huh. Bjergsen gets a CS lead, and it's irrelevant. And that is not an acceptable strategy for TSM. You know, for for a while now they've gotten away with like, look, we could just let the bot lane do their thing, uh, and it's going to be fine. Uh, Against a bot lane like Ruler and Wraith, I imagine that they're going to run into a lot of. You know, not quite the same level of difficulty in the sense that you know RNG has you know Mata, who's on a whole nother level when he's playing at his best, and Uzi, who is just one of the best mechanical AD carries, if you remove him from the context of the fact that a bot lane's supposed to be a duo of players, right? Um, you know, these are things that you don't necessarily have to worry about with Samsung. Right. So I have a little bit more faith that TSM can continue to pull that off, but... At the same time, you know t s m now they have that loss in their minds, and they're playing a Korean team, and we know how good Koreans are at boot camping. you know ambition looked good, I think you know as much as it hurts my heart to say that you know ambition looked really good at worlds uh Crown had a great victor performance today. that's something that you really don't want to spend a ban on, but you probably will have to if you're if you're t s m so
0: the the difference though is that double that Bjergsen is a much 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 better Cassiopeia player. That's true. Like I I'm surprised Senkux played Cassiopeia, and this is one of the things that we criticized that them and unicorns of love following the Euro- European Regional Finals was that mm-hmm. neither mid laner knew how to play Cassiopeia, which was the weirdest thing. Well, the month that Senkux has spent trying to learn it, he didn't learn the champion very effectively. No. So.
1: He, I, he had a couple good roams, but they were they were more misses than hits.
0: They were they were more reactionary roams. Yeah. I, I noticed that with a couple of the mid laners, where like they make some good plays, and you're like, oh, that was a fantastic roam, but then it was because their opponent was out of the lane for 30 seconds and showed a bot lane or the, their top lane. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah. The I'm not I'm not scared of the victor. I'm scared of the Nidalee. I think TSM has to ban Nidalee against ambition. Yeah. Um, With all that said and done, I'm going to give them the exact same odds that they had against uh, a Royal Never Give Up, Mm -hmm. which is TSM-130.
1: Yeah, and as you can tell by your lovely graphic, uh, we were two peas in a pod on that. (laughs) I also said TSM-130. I I felt like there was no reason to change from what I did yesterday. Uh, It's TSM-125, so we were both basically on the nose there. That's Samsung at minus 105. And I know that you can't say these words, Walter, so I'll say them for the people at home. I think Samsung at minus 105 is a nice bet.
0: Yep, I would I'm, agree.
1: I'm really worried about that bot lane. Double lift looked
0: lost. I, I feel incredibly justified in all the worry that I've had through the team previews, through the uh, guest lines yesterday. I feel just incredibly justified in the... Public and private worries that I have communicated to you, to other people, to our viewing public. I'm I'm a TSM fanboy through and through, and I'm cheering for them to win worlds. I, the first icon that I upgraded in the client was TSM, mm-hmm. followed by Elvis Knoxluna. Like yeah, I that I I am I am a TSM fanboy through and through, but all the praise that was getting piled on top of them just gave me a pit in my stomach that just. I can't shape. So, yeah, I Which think means, Samson at minus 105 is really good.
1: Yeah, and obviously, you know, we only saw one game. It's, gonna, it's hard, especially because this was the last game that we saw after a remake. So it was like we waited all this time only to see TSM after, you know, making adjustments, getting Svenskeren the lease mm-hmm. in because they recognized where the enemy's priorities were <laughs> yeah. and took advantage of that, and it still didn't work out. I, I understand the feeling. I think that TSM will be fine, but I also think that Samsung at minus 105. Whenever you can get a Korean as the underdog, <laughs> I feel like you at least have to consider that line. You have to, How, However slight it is. Yeah. yeah. Look, every point counts, it's... guys. Every point counts. Yeah. Uh, Royal never give up versus splice. I think you already mentioned your worries about Splice. um, Senkux not really looking like the kind of guy that you can trust moving forward. Do you feel better about Royal Never Give Up? Because this was a team that both of us, I think, established very clearly as a team with clear strengths and clear weaknesses. And this was not the team that, you know, I think Papa Smithy kept saying it in the... Uh, or, or Spawn, I should say, was saying it throughout the game. It's like, this is not the team that we've watched for an entire split. None this... of this makes any sense. I have no idea what's happening. Royal Never Give Up has just decided to mess with everybody, and that's just where we are. So how it do you was... feel about this version of it It was
0: Samson White. Literally <sighs> 15 minutes into the game, I'm going... Holy crud! This is holy crap. This is Samson White. Yeah, and and I I'm gonna probably go back tomorrow morning and and watch some Samson White games from that just to to kind of try and find some sort of patterns, but and, and just see if I'm absolutely crazy or not. But that Mata that was on the field was season four world champion MVP Mata. Mm-hmm. Looper's TPs were just out of this world great and the rest of the players around them are either being puppeteer microed by mana or tele you know telepathy i don't know but they're in the right spot mm-hmm. every single time mana needs them to be there their team fighting is extremely crisp their uh, movement across the map is extremely crisp their laning phase is still a little suspect especially Zhao Hu in the mid lane um mm-hmm. He needs to really play a lot safer and not get caught out on, like, stupid little roams where he's trying to go get wards out. Like, wait for MLXG. Be like, yo, I need to put a ward in this bush. Can you just come back me up? Because that was a couple of the kills that TSM were able to get on Bjergsen and on and Scarin <laughs> was just... who's like, I need to go put this ward here. Oh, Lee Sin's in the bush already. Um and, and and some were just really, really well-synergized outplays by Bjergsen and and Sven I'm thinking of one in particular where Sven has the Ori ball, flashes over the river wall, and then Ori alts. And they just blow him up. It's like, yeah, yeah there's not much you can do about that. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, this is... If I had known this royal was going to show up...
1: I mean and oh, no one could have seen this royal show up. I yeah. I'm going to sound like someone who on Fox News was trying to defend Trump after the debate, but I think that Royal showed a lot of restraint. Like that's the the word that kept popping up in my head. And it, it's such an interesting thing for them to see cuz they're usually see enemy kill enemy, go for the fights, play the typical Oh yeah. Chinese style and they didn't do that. They they held it together and they may you know they gave up a lot of objectives it looked like maybe they were giving up too much but they picked the fight when they needed to and that to me is a massive step forward and something that we did not see that their counterparts in the EDG pull off at all so yeah. to that end Walter where did you put the line
0: so i have rng minus 250 it says two sixty. I promised it was two fifty.
1: So. I, I I believe you. I can uh, yeah, I can fix that. In RNG the minus so two fifty. I
0: uh,
1: I said RNG minus two eighty. It yeah. is RNG minus three seventy. Which I don't know if we you know we had enough time on Unicorn to react. I don't know if it's just because Splice looked terrible. I, I think both of those things could be in effect. I don't have a lot of faith in Splice.
0: I don't either. But that's. That's a pretty high line.
1: I'll put it this way. Do you take splice at plus 260?
0: I I don't. Exactly. But that's... that's <laughs> an ing-
1: yeah. He, look, if you want to talk about high lines that are inexcusable, let's get to the next game. H2K versus INTZ. Uh, INTZ looked really good today. <laughs> I think they were the most impressive team in Group C which makes absolutely no sense it's ridiculous it goes beyond any sense of reasoning that I can come up with Uh, is this the world going mad or is this an actual thing that we should be considering when we look at INTZ moving forward
0: I think that this could be extremely exploitable against H2K and EDG Uh, I'm not so sure about AHQ and MMD Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the Revolta and Yang um, synergy, it was just absolutely fantastic. It was probably the best jungler solo lane synergy out of anyone that played today. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even care. They those two guys together s- pretty much single handedly carried this team uh, into into a victory against the top three team in the world. Uh, yeah. It was it was. It was laid out there in black and white. Everyone knew from the International Wildcard Tournament that Yang was an amazing Gnar player. Right. Everyone. And he gets Gnar. The The thing when they first picked it, I was a little like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But Revolta said, nope, I know what my game plan is. It's get Yang ahead. He got the one gank into the bot lane. They got the bot lane that tower and got that gold just off the map. That was an objective. EDG couldn't do anything. They couldn't yeah. take it. It was gone. It was completely gone, and that was the lane that EDG had the had the most strength early on. Was that Nami Ezreal lane with with Deft, one of the OG Ezreal players? Yeah, um, he played great. Pawn played great. I think Clearlove had breast reduction surgery or something because <laughs> he was non-existent. He was <laughs> he, gone. He was. I'm not, sorry to be like crude and no, go he, with that metaphor. He was not Kate Upton, gone. like the Thorin meme that we've
1: seen for forever. He was like. Gone. I, honestly, and this is the thing that I mentioned in the edG preview that was very dangerous for them, which is that when they play with a passive kind of of lane you know jungler where they're not doing a lot of ganks, then teams can take advantage of it. And as Kelsey Moser pointed out, and she actually had edG much lower on her list than other analysts did. Of course, she had tSM higher on her list than some analysts did. So you know take that as you will. but, you know, as someone who watches a ton of China, like she recognized that EDG has this problem where they will let enemy teams play around their top lane and if Clearlove doesn't help out and help get Mouse in a good position, they will lose that way. Yep. And it's funny cuz that's the way they beat RNG in the finals. It was a 3-0, right. it was incredibly decisive. It's why I spent so much time talking about Mouse and it, and all the things he does well is because when right. you give him a bit of a lead, he capitalizes so well. Instead, he was forced to deal with this young Revolta duo, that is entirely scary. And you're you're right in saying that when they play HQ, I don't know if he's going to be able to deal with Ziv as well as he dealt with mm-hmm. some of these you know with Mouse or it, like he might deal with Odoamne. Mm-hmm. But tomorrow he's dealing with Odoamne. And I don't, you know, I don't think that Oduamne handled the top lane pressure that AHQ put on them today very well. I don't see that suddenly getting better overnight, so...
0: And and Yonkos, Yonkos did not have very many effective ganks in the top no. lane, and he focused a lot of his attention on the bot lane. Yep. And they still couldn't get a tower. Like, that tower sat there forever, and I think it might be a little bit more exploitable with INTZ just because... Um, because the the bot lane uh, yeah. of of Mike Miko and and yeah. Jockstar is just not as good as uh, as On and Elvis, mm-hmm. which is fine. But um, we'll we'll see. I Revolta's pressure was just really really incredible to watch. Yeah, and it- uh, I'm, I I don't know. Do you, you ban away? Like, what was the problem? Was it the Nara or was it the least in? And those two bands are not very like efficient bands at all. So we'll we'll see what happens. It's going to be definitely
1: interesting, and I look forward to seeing You know, H2K is obviously going to try to put all their energy into Forgiven and let him Uh hard carry against Macau. I don't think that works very well against EDG or AHQ. We found today on, like I said, I think he was the better AD carry of the two in that game just in terms of the decisions that he the made second, and the way that the he The second they thought. locked
0: Jinx, the second they locked Jinx, I'm like, I'm having nightmares from it, last year. It was
1: so great as someone who loves Taiwan and who loves seeing An's Jinx. It's like, here we go again. Like, if anyone can pull it yep. off, it's him. And he did. Go. And and now we're at this point. So, so with all that, Walter, into account, where did you put the H2K line?
0: I still have H2K as favorites because mm-hmm. I don't want to overreact, and I don't think the casinos are going to overreact. No, so I they have will not. H2K at minus 185.
1: Yeah, you see, you were worried about the casinos overreacting. I can assure you they did not. I had H2K minus 240. H2K minus 455.
0: Thanks for free unicorns on INTZ.
1: Yeah, okay. INTZ plus 300.
0: Yep. That is some insane value. Um, Thanks for free unicoins. I will I will take that bet. Nine days till Sunday, and you can check that out on my show. It'll yeah, be on the YouTube tomorrow. Yeah, you have uh, your own
1: gambling show now. Or later, which,
0: later today, actually.
1: Yeah, you, you'll I'll plug it. Uh, we'll plug it at the end of this <laughs> pod. But it was actually quite fun, even if it ended horribly for you today. It was. I mean, even then, it's schadenfreude-tastic for me. So, I I think it's a great watch, and that people should definitely Wonderful. tune in. Wonderful. Let's wrap up this last game real quick, uh, EDG versus AHQ. I think we have said everything we need to say about EDG and their strengths and weaknesses. Was there anything about AHQ outside of, of On and, and Albus and how that bot lane played that really stood out to you as something you're looking forward to watching going forward?
0: I learned that Malzahar is the one meta champion that uh, Westdoor can actually play from Obscurica. So that was nice. Um yes, his West Is his
1: Malzar is nice.
0: And um yeah, he's terrible in laning phase, which we all knew and just reconfirmed everything. Yep, Westor is absolutely horrendous in laning phase. Um I don't know if EDG plays pawn, mm-hmm. Westor will not get away with it at all. I and agree. pawn almost solo carried that the game against Tz. Mm-hmm. He almost solo carried them to victory. If Pawn plays again and plays something like a Vladimir or a Cassie where he gets to scale for free into Westor, no bueno. No bueno, yeah. Westor. No bueno. So Cause be for very concern.
1: Worried. I mean, the Twisted Fate ban is something that we're going to see everyone do against him because that's the one thing that gets around this. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, I think On and Albus can battle that bot lane the way they were playing today. At the very least, keep it even. Mm-hmm. So then it comes down to is Clear Love going to give Mouse the help that he needs? Or is he going to let Ziv and Mountain just have free reign? And I'm not a particular fan of Mountain. I think Obscurica called him boosted somewhere between one <laughs> and 15 times just on Twitter alone. I can only imagine what it was like in the Discord call.
0: Apparently he wrote an article about Mountain being boosted at some point. He did. He so yeah, um, it's... no, he was he was pretty like the entire time. He was he, it was a it was a back and forth affair. That when they finally won those last couple of team fights, he was, he was definitely cheering louder than any anyone.
1: Look, it, it's one of those things where if clear love is clear love, then we'll be fine. But if clear love plays the way to today, then suddenly there's room for H Q to come in. So Walter, all of that being said. Where did you put our last line of the night?
0: I still have EDG at minus 333, just because their odds at the beginning were so incredibly high that this still feels like it's coming down quite a bit.
1: Uh, Don't worry, it didn't come down at all. I had EDG minus 400, so I'm going to get this one because it's EDG minus 500.
0: Perfect. More free Unicoins.
1: Yeah, so that's AHQ plus 325. And I, I don't... I, I would say that I still think EDG is going to win this game. I don't see them starting the group 0-2. Mm-hmm. I think INTZ can very much be a wake-up call. Yeah. But on the other hand, plus 325, that is such great value. Yep. And I can't imagine... Like, this has got to happen at least 25% of the time, right? Like, it's it's certainly... Yeah. Seems like something that, that is well within the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately for you, this means that I got five of the six games this week. You got two. Obviously, we tied on TSM. So I now have a three point lead overall in our challenge. It's eight to five. We still haven't come up with a good prize for this yet. We have moved away from the idea of a Twitter profile picture, so if you have an idea, you should definitely comment on any of the wonderful places you have of getting a hold of us. Uh, This YouTube video, which hopefully you're watching, if you search Rough Drafts Podcast, that's where you can get this, as well as all the other video content Walter does. Uh, If you like the audio-only version, soundcloud.com slash esportsroughdrafts, or on iTunes, you can do the podcast section there. Uh, we love when you guys leave reviews or leave comments. We read every single one. Yep. Uh, you can also, of course, reach us at our personal social medias. Uh, I'm at Red Shirt King. Walter, where can the nice people at home find you?
0: You guys can find me a little while later today on C80's Cashes In, where hopefully I'll just lose some more unicorns <laughs> because, yeah, we figured out that nope, I am cursed with bad luck, apparently. And you can also find me on Twitter at c underscore LOL trying to deal with the copious amounts of damage that Worlds is going to cause to my liver because I'm actually gambling on it. So Yeah,
1: yeah. no. The, I will say the c cash is in. That is on the YouTube channel. Again, search Rough Drafts Podcast. It is a fun watch. Uh, I really liked all of your reasoning. I still think uh, you were a little bit too... Uh, afraid to go in on TSM but given how the day went maybe I'm the crazy one. So I think you're yep, I think you're insane. Who knows. I, I, I think the world's gambling on. Mad. Samsung. INTZ is tied for first place. In, I can see INTZ getting out of this group. Everything is insane. Too. And you know what? Too. If you want to continue following all of the madness live uh at Rough Drafts Pod, that is where we do our live tweeting. I live tweeted throughout all of the games. I think Walter Uh, needed some time to himself after a couple of those tough losses, but he put out some of the best gems of the night. So definitely do follow that. If you enjoy live tweeting, you'll also get all of our podcast news there. I think that's a show. I think come back tomorrow. uh, We're going to put these up at 11 a.m. Eastern time. That's 8 a.m. Pacific time for you West Coast fans. Uh, That gives you a little bit of time to to listen in and enjoy this before uh, the next set of games comes in. We're going to try to keep them a little bit shorter than our usual episodes. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Please do give us feedback. We love hearing from you. And until next time, goodbye, Internet.